0: Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Money Minute with Margarita. We are gonna learn all about what it means to be an impact innovator and more about social business. Our special guest today is Isabel Barnes. Isabel is the founder of Impact Innovator, and she's passionate about empowering individuals of all backgrounds to create innovative and impactful enterprises. She coaches entrepreneurs to become the best holistic leader they can be in all areas of their life. She speaks on the entrepreneurial mindset, abundance, and my favorite, doing business for good. As a cancer survivor, she knows that the toughest moments in life can turn into blessings to reinvent our future. Isabel's experience includes working for the Small Business Administration at the University of California, Irvine Beal Applied Innovation. Where she provided strategic consulting services to startups and leading an impact accelerator. She teaches ideation processes to early stage founders to help them build successful and scalable companies. Isabel, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to learn everything that you're going to share with us. Thank
1: you, Margarita, for having me.
0: Of course. So, as you know, I am a certified financial planner and a lot of people say to me, you know what, how can I start my business or become a consultant, coach, freelancer with, you know, limiting my financial risk? It seems so scary.
1: Yes. So that's a great question. Um, And I, I think more and more people find themselves in this situation, actually in 2024, I'm going to be focusing part of my uh, professional activity in um, coaching individuals who really want to transform their lives and build a very different career for themselves. And I think one of the scary part is um, potentially the concept of runway, right? Which uh, maybe not everybody knows what that means, but when you start a company, you know, business... Um, you know, runway, maybe like, you know, how much time can you give yourself to really focus on, on launching this business and, you know, how much that will cost you, right? So, you know, we all, you know, have a lot of cost for, for living every day, right? So, and then, you know, because once you start thinking about, well, if I'm launching a whole new business, I need to go after clients and all this, you know, how long is it going to take until I can ramp up, until I can really fully operate as a business? I think a traditional question also is, well, should I keep my current job as I'm building something else? And um, I think there are pros and cons to doing that, right? So depending on the job you have currently, you could start, you know, as a side business that may eventually one day become your main business. One of the advantages of that is you still have um, an ongoing income, um, which might be, you know, give you a little bit of comfort at a material level. But the downside is that sometimes, right, we overestimate not just the time, but even the mental energy that we need to put into our new business. And so if he ends up being always the second priority, you know, after your, your regular job, maybe your family or other other priorities it's it's hard to really kick off a strong business when you're kind of doing it as a side. So depending on your situation, there are a lot of choices and options that can be available to you. I also think that, um, you know, for some people, whatever they want to build, right, some people may have the ambition to start a whole new company, eventually have employees and, and grow. And others, like myself at the moment, right, I love partnering with other independent professionals um, who have maybe complementary expertise that I have, but really operating, again, as more independently, where I don't see myself in the next couple of months bringing any employees per se in my company. Um, and that's a choice, you know, I'm making for for various reasons. But I think in terms of financial risk, one thing also that I've been able to do in my in my business and uh, with my consulting practice is the fact that because I work with a lot of clients who necessarily don't have a lot of funding. So if you think about the early stage startups, they are going to be raising capital. They don't have a lot of funds in the in this early period, or nonprofits who again many of them struggle with, with funding. So when you can always find a way to be paid directly by the people you serve. There may be other ways to be, to find a way to make money and doing what you love to do. So in my case, I'm a consultant with the small business development center and we are compensated by the small business administration. So federal funding, as well as funding in the state of California where I practice at the moment. Um, So I, I found these, these ways of monetizing my occupation through these sources that are reliable and ongoing. Um, and so I do not have to worry so much about my client pipeline or whether my clients are going to be able to pay for my services and things like that. So I think that's another creative way to look at starting to do your own business or operate as you know consultant or freelancer, is in which ways could you work on contracts maybe or with partners where you could find yourself at least an ongoing source of revenue to start with until maybe you start being more proactive in lead generation and starting to work in bringing your own clients.
0: I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. So yes, approaching these and being more creative as you mentor, coach, and consult. What have you learned about entrepreneurs?
1: I admire entrepreneurs um, and I really fell into this field about 10 years ago um, after growing up in a much more traditional settings, um, in a very different culture and entrepreneurship wasn't really around me. But as I, in my early years, as I started working in the corporate world, I always felt like everything was off for me, that I didn't belong there, that I didn't like a lot of the maybe bureaucracy or politics involved. Um, and I really got into this world of entrepreneurship. And I love that a lot of entrepreneurs I met really are able to tap into their intuition. And not only are they passionate about what they do, but they have developed amazing resilience, um, you know, amazing soft skills, usually um, like, you know, being able to be detached from a lot of their ideas so get, they can learn, pivot, move on to the next thing. And again, what also I think is so important as entrepreneurs or if you're launching your own business, for example, is the idea that um, you probably really want to throw perfection out of the window, right? So yes, it's important to be at a high standard and, and do good work. But what's more important is to constantly be in action or or moving towards something, because that's how we learn and that's how we build the journey. And that's also how our, not just our mind, but our full body can take in all this feedback and move on to the next level. So I I think that's something that is important in general in life, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, but really also being in tune with not just your rational mind, but also all these other things that our body helps us do, and you know, not just help us survive every day, right? Uh, but also, I think, should be more important in how we make decisions in business um, and in life in general.
0: I think it's so important. And I know for myself, you know, as a female entrepreneur, I put a lot of pressure on myself, and it's progress, not perfection. Before we started recording, we talked about this. They're not mutually exclusive people do want to create businesses that can have impact and feel a sense of purpose. How do you guide people and let them know that that's possible? How do we go about doing that?
1: Yes, that's. I'm a big fan of that. So I do a lot of work with both with nonprofits, but also a lot with um, for-profit, purpose-driven companies. And while I think there is a very large need for nonprofit organizations, especially in crisis, emergency response, and, and other things. Um, I also believe that applying business principles to, to everything, whether it's a nonprofit or a for profit organization, is key to building scalable and sustainable solutions. And I really encourage folks to embrace that abundance mindset. Even though we're conditioned from a very early age in thinking the other way, which is, you know, if you win, I lose, right? It's either or. But really, when we start shifting that mindset to, um, no, we can all win and we can have great businesses that make good money, good profit, but at the same time, having an impact and solving some of the problems that we're facing as a society, because I think as citizens, we have to take some responsibility for solving this problem that sometimes we have created in the world. So how can we blend the two? And um, I think there are some very simple ways to get started. So as I work with a lot of early stage startups, um, for example, more and more startups want to have that purpose and that impact. And so where we usually start, um, and that can also apply to any small businesses, is Familiarize yourself if you're not familiar with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So there are 17 of them. Um, anywhere from um, awfully reaching no poverty, you know, no hunger, um, education for all, this kind of thing, climate action. Um, so kind of map out which ones you want to help resolve in impact, and then um, I work with them to figure out a very simple impact logic model which can explain to any future employee, partner, investor, uh, or funder, okay, so if this business does well, this is how we can also create impact at the same time, but bring it back to the fact that no matter what, you still need to bring b- to build a sustainable model for revenue generation. So, I always emphasize the fact that we all want to be good people and do well, but um, Making money is should not be seen as, as evil in any kind, because that's what really helps, you know, generate the scalability and that bigger impact down the line. So uh, we always start with really business fundamentals. How can we have a, um, a business model that will bring enough revenue that we can scale and, and attain that impact we're dreaming of making in the world?
0: Thank you for that. And as we wind down, of course, we want you to share your social media handles and website links so people can follow your work. Thank you. So I'm uh,
1: very active on LinkedIn. You can find me under Isabel Bart. I'm happy to connect with anyone, uh, have a chat. uh, If I can help you in any way, feel free to reach out. Um, And on uh, Facebook, I'm also under Isabel Bart, Impact Innovator. Um, and Instagram, and I am an impact innovator uh, altogether. Um, thank you very much for for having that conversation. I think more and more um, education is needed in in that regard. But I think the younger generations are very hungry for that knowledge. So I'm always um, happy again to connect with anyone or make myself available for for conversations.
0: Thank you so much, Isabel, for helping us start sustain and scale businesses for good. Thank you.